0: Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success. Our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is how to write a good story that sells. We'll do that in just seven minutes with Adil Amarsi. Now, Adil is a business and copy consultant, podcaster, and offer creation strategist, as well as a blogger and a writer. Having been a professional direct response story-based copywriter for over 13 years, a amassed an incredible 821 million and counting in sales from his copy and advice alone. Unlike other copywriters out there, Adil verbalizes copy on the fly, and he spent nearly two deca- decades unknowingly honing that craft. After a personal tragedy, Adil left writing for clients and now is a full-time consultant and writer for greatestcopywriteralive.com. It's fantastic to have you with us, sir. Thank you for having me, Bill. It's great to be here. All right, great. So I'm going to ask you seven questions in seven minutes. I know you're
1: ready for it. So Perfect. tell us, who's your ideal client? So my ideal client is actually high five figure to uh, low eight figure small base businesses that are personal branded. So essentially people that have the, uh, I think you call it the five, five, five. That's the way that you got it myself. I have it similar to the way that um, I like people that have a personal base story. Like The reason they're doing it is deeper than just money.
0: Beautiful. I like that personal based story. And everybody has, they just don't necessarily know. Yeah. So, so what's the, if the problem that you, you,
1: you, you tend to solve for people over and over again, Adil. It's actually finding that personal base story because everyone okay. has one, but they have a hard time getting it out of themselves. And more importantly, they don't know what to do with it once they've got it. It's like kind of saying, okay you figured this out, buddy, you're all good. And they're like, okay, now what do I do? It's like teaching someone how to fire a gun and leaving them there going, okay, off to war you go. And they're like, what do I do? I have no basic training. It's the exact same thing here. I like, I like your analogy there. So question number
0: three is thinking about emotions and feelings, uh, that kind of thing. So what is going on uh, in our listeners bodies that might signal them that they've got an issue with converting conversations to sales and they should reach out and talk to you, Adele. What are those feelings, emotions?
1: Okay. So could you just clarify that for me one more time?
0: So what I'm thinking is people have things going on inside themselves. Yes. Uh, they're, they're not necessarily, they not necessarily uh, know that they should find their own personal story, but there's some feelings and emotions okay. that are happening. So what are those, those feelings and emotions that
1: uh, would signal somebody to talk to you? You just, you have confusion. That's literally the biggest signal you have is like, I'm confused, especially when someone says, what do you do for a living? And your response is, ah, or you say what you do for a living. And it's just so similar to what everyone else says that It doesn't have any differentiation. That's when you really got to start looking on the inside. What makes you different? And that's usually the first place I go is like, when you get asked the question, what do you do when they can't answer it?
0: Well, that's, I, I like the way you answered that question. And uh, uh, so I'm curious because most of the people listening to us have been trained, programmed all of their lives to, to tackle problems on their own and try to solve them. So when, when our listeners try to solve this issue on their own, what are the mistakes you typically see committed over and over again?
1: one of the biggest mistakes is uh, well one of the biggest mistakes bill is a lot of people try and do it themselves like they go read the wrong books or more or worse off there's uh there's a growing subculture in the business world where it's essentially like it's only one away only one blank away for a while it's one funnel away then it's one sales letter away the reality is it's one story away in some cases the reality is A lot of people chase the wrong thing. They don't take the time to look inside. They look outside externally for the answer. The reality is if you go through someone that knows what they're doing and does this consistently, you'll realize you're actually doing it on your own. So give you a set of questions to answer and you'll be like, oh, this makes way more sense. So you'll come to the discovery yourself. Um, But the mistake that I see that people do quite a lot is they try and take it on alone the entire way. There's there's a time for instruction and there's a time for um, uh, application. I just see so many people trying to do the application. That makes
0: great sense to me. I I can certainly know, I know for sure that many people do somehow or another get convinced that it's some tactic or another that is going to get them over the the hurdle, if you will. So uh, that being said... Can you tell us one valuable free action that each of our listeners might be able to take maybe today that would help them advance the ball towards uh, solving the problem you just identified?
1: Well, I'd say the easiest way I I, I teach this out a little bit more in some areas, but I'll give you guys the the crux of it because it takes me about 15 minutes to teach. Um, And here it is. What I want you to do is look at yourself and go, okay. Why did I do what I do today? Like, what was the driving force that put me in the place? I am in? Mean, if you just happenstance fell into what you do, look at why you love what you do, why you're still there, what you enjoy about it. And then look at it from the other perspective of like, what was the point of no return that told you, you know, I can't go back to that life where I was stocking shelves at like a Walmart or something. What was that big differentiating gap between those two spaces? Look at what happened and figure out what the big milestones were. There are okay. about five or 10 big ones, and then there's more that's come up. Now, just by the way, if it's okay, I kind of want to jump back to one question, earlier because I want to just finish this analogy. The biggest mistake I see, and it's the best way you can remember, it's like a boxer teaching themselves how to box and getting themselves in the ring without a coach or a trainer with them. It's the dumbest thing you can do is do it by yourself, and that's the similar thing here with business. There's okay. a time that you'll get to perform, yep. but you've got to get the training first.
0: I love how you uh, gave those two bookends to us. Now, I know you've got a beautiful uh, free gift to offer folks. And so, what's the valuable free uh, resource that you've got teed up, and where would they go uh, a deal to get their hands on it?
1: Okay, so where they could go is the, is com, and you guys can check it out. It's my story selling matrix, which allows me, which reveals to you how to find your course story, how to find your narrative story for your content how to find the infinite content matrix and how to use this for yourself for content creation, for writing copy, for understanding people. And again, once you're on my mailing list, moving forward throughout 2021, I'll be sending a lot more emails to you. So you'll get a lot of value to your inbox. So that's where you guys guys can find that on greatestcopyrightalive.com after March 15th, 2021.
0: Okay. And uh, I'm looking at the uh URL right now, and when they get there, they need to uh, also go back to correct? Exactly, they do. Okay, so okay,
1: thank you for reminding me of that one. Yeah, That's well, well we,
0: we have some people that are that are literally just listening to the podcast, so they won't be able to figure that out without because De- there's nothing definitely. to read, if you will. So, I told yes. that I'd ask you seven uh, questions, I've asked you six. We've got one minute and 20 seconds left for the question that I didn't ask. So, what question should have that been and what's the answer to it?
1: Uh, the question should have been you didn't ask me why I'm considered the greatest copywriter alive. And the answer to that is very simple. With nearly 20 years of experience, you were at the very beginning of all, this, all the successes I've had for my clients. What makes me the greatest at what I do is I very much study people. There are very few people that I can say that have a deeper understanding of how the human mind responds to words and understanding of how analogies work as well as stories. So with that said, there are an insane amount of results. There's insane, insane amount of credibility, but the most important of all else is your favorite marketer, the favorite person you probably follow. There's a big chance if they know me, I've influenced their ability and their ability to teach you, um, which is kind of part of my legacy, which I really enjoy. Beautiful, beautiful. I actually knew most of that story
0: and and the reason why you are the greatest copywriter alive, but thanks for reminding me that I should have asked that question of you. Uh, So uh, look, everybody, in closing, we need to focus on a single fact and you heard it loud and clear just uh, over the last seven minutes. Our businesses do not become extraordinary as a result of some, instantaneous magic pill instead they get there as a result of you and i the owners learning and then applying a proven combination of having the right mindset of a dedication to a system of management and third leveraging high performance teams so thanks for listening adil thank you very much for being here with us and sharing your precious time thank you for having me bill and i'll see you guys real soon